You're listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I talk to a guest about anything from Jeffrey Dahmer to Harry Potter. Today, I'll be talking to Angel Wilborn about Harry Potter. Welcome to the show, Angel. Hi, Brody. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here and talk about Harry Potter. Me too. I've always been really into the lore and stuff, but until recently, I never really got into the books or the movies. I've seen a couple of the movies here and there, but not super familiar with them. Um, I started the audiobooks because I like to listen to audiobooks while I'm working out and stuff. And okay. uh, so far, I'm enjoying the Philosopher's Stone quite a bit. Okay, awesome. So yeah, the books way better than the movie. So I am glad that you got into the books some, um, so that you can know the real story of what's going on in Harry Potter. For sure. <laughs> so my first question for you is: How long have you been into Harry Potter, and how did you get into it? Um, so I've been into Harry Potter since about 2000 when I was a freshman in high school. So Harry Potter came out about three years before that. And I heard people talking about it. And I've never been the person that's like, let me jump on the bandwagon of what's cool. So I was like, everybody's talking about it. I don't want any parts in it. Um, and then one year for Christmas, my friend, she got me the first two books. Um, I know some people call it the Philosopher's Stone. Some people call it the Torture's Stone. So she got me um the Sorcerer's Stone and she got me the Chamber of Secrets and I'm like this is what she got me for Christmas but I love to read so I was like all right cool let me check it out and I was like hooked and that was right before the third book came out so I was like oh my gosh when does the third one come out I'm so ready for it yeah I definitely know the experience of discovering <laughs> a series when you're part way when they're everybody else is part way in and you're you gotta catch up and then you finally catch up and and you got to wait till the next book and it's just agonizing it really is it's so agonizing but luckily I didn't have to wait like well I had to wait maybe like a year because she ended up getting me the third book the next year for Christmas so that's awesome um so do you remember what it was that hooked you in about Harry Potter um I don't really know like I just found that it was just like an interesting series like I've always I've always loved to read like ever since I was little I just loved to read and I've always loved to use my imagination and so I think it was just this whole imaginative world and just reading the books and imagining like the staircases moving and imagining them flying on brooms and like just imagining these three kids getting into like all this mischief and then Harry learning about himself from all these other people like he's this famous person he knows nothing about it and everybody knows about him and so I just found it really interesting and compelling to to read that and just picture it in my mind yeah that's I can definitely see why that would be appealing <laughs> I the the world is just super fascinating to I find so far at least yeah um, it is and the way it's written it's so like you can imagine it, you can like vividly imagine it, like to the point that I was almost scared to watch the movies because I was like, is this going to ruin my imagination of what I think everything looks like? And uh, how did it live up to your imagination? Oh, for the most part, I will say that all the visuals and everything like that did like live up to my imagination. I was like, okay, this is pretty much what I pictured and what I thought it would look like. 
yeah, I found like with the few bits I have seen of the movie and read of the book, even the music I find it's like it adds a little bit to it that is just it it adds a bit of that ambience to the whole feel of it all. Yes, I definitely agree. Um, so you already said you started with the books. Um, yes. Do you prefer the books over the movies or do you find each has its own strengths and weaknesses? Oh, heck yes. I prefer the books over the movie. Like when people are like, oh, I'm a fan of Harry Potter. The first thing that I say is, have you read the books? And if they say no, I'm like, no, you're you're not a fan of Harry Potter. Like you like the movies, but you're you're not a fan if you haven't read the books because what people don't know, like people who have only watched the movies, I mean, of course, it's a movie. You can't get a whole 800 page book into a two hour movie, but there's so much stuff left out of the books and I mean, out of the movies. And when I say so much stuff to the point that they're like whole storylines left out of um out of the movies. And so then that makes some things later on in the movie, like not make complete sense because of other stuff that was like left out of previous movies. And I will never forget with, um, and I don't want to get too, well, you've watched, you've read the movie, so you know a little bit, but like in the sixth movie, at the beginning of the sixth movie, um, there's a whole scene in there that's just completely made up for the movie. Like it never happened in the book. And I was mad because I remember reading that they actually cut stuff out of the movie to save time. And I'm like, but you made up this whole scene that had absolutely nothing to do with the book when you could have put something in there that actually had to do with the book and that made sense with the book. And even the fourth movie, there's like several plot lines left out of the fourth movie. And also in the movies, one of the Weasley brothers, you don't really get to know him like you do in the books. And so you don't understand the dynamic of that relationship. And so I definitely prefer the books. Like my husband gets mad at me because every like every other year I'll go back and I'll reread all the books and then I'll read the book and I'll watch the movie. And then as I'm watching the movie, I'm like texting my husband. I'm like, they left this out of the movie. They left that out of the movie. And he's like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? He was like, just read the books and leave the movies alone. I'm like, but I like the visual of it. He just like shakes his head at me. So I have a friend who does the same thing. She rereads the books, watches the movies, and she's the one who peer pressured me into finally getting into the books and stuff. She offered to lend me them all. And then I guess uh, Philosopher's Stone was free on Audible. So I was like, all right, girl, I will cave and I will listen to this at the gym for you. And I ended up so far really enjoying it. Yay for that friend too, for getting you hooked on it. So off, and also she's a really good friend because I'm not letting anybody borrow my Harry Potter books. I don't care who you are. Like you got to go get your own. No. He's a pretty good friend. So (laughs) do you have a favorite in the series for the books and the movies? And is it the same favorite between both mediums? Okay. So here's the funny thing. I do have a favorite for both. So my favorite book is the fifth book. That's my favorite book. My favorite movie is the third movie. My second favorite book is the third book. And my second favorite movie is the fifth movie. So <laughs> they, they coordinate they coordinate with each other. They're ranked number one and two in both spots. Awesome. And do you have a favorite character? And is it the same in both mediums? Because I do understand that the characters, some of them are drastically different from book to film. Yes, they are. It's not... 
it's not a lot of the main characters, but some of the side characters definitely are. But yes, my favorite character is um Neville Longbottom. I love I love Neville. Like I always I always root for the underdog. Like I said, I'm not the person that just hops on a bandwagon or goes along with stuff because it's the cool thing to do. And then I feel like in life, people have always like kind of just underestimated me and counted me out. But like Neville, Neville is awesome. He's like, he's great. Everybody always counts about everybody's always like, oh, Longbottom can't do this. But when it comes down to it, like Neville's the one that's like right there in the corner, like, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, this is way out of my comfort zone, but you're my friend and I'm going to be there for you. So tell me what we're going to do. Yes, I realize we're possibly going to die or, you know, as Hermione would say, get expelled, but we're we're going to do this. So I love Neville in the books and in the movies. Yeah, that definitely sounds like an interesting character. I remember him a bit from the first movie back as a kid, but like going through the series, I, I know that he develops quite a bit, yes. but I'm not quite sure where it goes and I'm interested to see. Yeah, he doesn't really develop more in the books until like book number five is when you start getting... Like throughout one through four, you get like little pieces of them and stuff like that. And in four, he does come up like some more, but five is when he really starts to like develop and everything. Very cool. Yeah. Um, have you played any of the video games or anything? So I have not played the video game. Um, One of my coworkers is also like a really big Harry Potter fan. And so I remember when the video game, um, the recent one came out, he was like, I got the Harry Potter game and I'm going home to play it. And I was like, oh, okay. And so he would like tell me about it. stuff. I'm not really big into video games. So that's why I've never done it. But he was like telling me about the video game. And um, I had like, I saw some other people like talking about it, but no, I've never played any. Cool. Well, definitely something I'm looking forward to eventually. I feel like I need to learn the series a bit more before I can really enjoy this new game, it seems. But uh, yes, I'm definitely. a bit of a gamer myself. <laughs> okay, well, then you'll definitely enjoy it. Then once you like learn the characters and get into it, you'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can do this. And uh, how do you feel about the Fantastic Beast films and the Cursed Child stage play? Have you watch them or um no so I just refused to I'm not gonna say I refuse maybe one day I'll do the Fantastic Beast but as of right now like I just haven't done it I have not been interested in it so um and then the Cursed Child that book story play whatever it is it appalled me like I got it I was like okay let me get it and at first I was like oh this is not written by JK I was like well let's see where this is gonna go and I think I got like two maybe three pages into it and I was like oh yeah I'm not doing this and I took it back and I returned it to the store and <laughs> I refused to read it so no I don't read that it wasn't written by her actually I no it it's was. not no it's not written by her and so yeah just don't just stop once you finish the Deathly Hollows. like that's it you do not need to read The Cursed Child because it makes zero sense so don't do it so speaking of J.K. Rowling, do you how do you feel about the controversy that was surrounding her and the people trying to boycott the uh, new game? So honestly, I didn't even know about it um, until I think like the game had came out or is coming out or stuff like that. I don't know. But anyways, I was like saying something to my husband and he was like, oh, he was like, you didn't hear. And I was like, hear what? He was like, they're trying to boycott Harry Potter. I was like, who's boycotting Harry Potter? Like, why are we boycotting Harry Potter? And then he told me what happened and I was like, oh, and so I did like a quick Google search on it. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I don't want to read anymore. I'm not going to let her, I'm not going to let her tarnish my Harry Potter-ness. And so um, I really don't know. I, 
I know what she said. But I don't know the depth of it. Like, yeah. and I mean, we all stick our foot in our mouths sometimes. Um, the important thing is just once you stick your foot in your mouth, is to pull it out and not keep sticking your foot in your mouth after you do it. So yeah, I, yeah. I definitely feel like there's also you you can separate the art from the artist too. If the art yes. has a positive message and like as far as I'm aware, none of those viewpoints show up in Harry Potter. No. So I don't really see the point of boycotting the franchise, especially when it's something like a movie or a video game where yes, she's profiting off of it, but she's already a millionaire and there's tons right. of other people involved in the project who they're livelihoods are based around it so exactly yeah Yeah. I I found the controversy a little silly myself yeah because I mean like you said there's so many other people like the percentage that she's probably getting off of the video games or anything like that is probably such a small percentage and like you said she's already a billionaire so I'm not good with math but I'm just gonna say you know out of it she gets a hundred thousand dollars that's nothing to her. That's like a dollar. Like she's not going to care about losing out on a hundred thousand dollars. Now who is going to care about losing out on a hundred thousand dollars is the editor of the video game, the animation people of the video games, like the creators of it. Like those are the people that are like, I need this hundred K to feed my family, you know? So it's like that I'll say, and don't punish everybody for the things of one person. And especially one person who, like you said, they are not going to miss that money. Like she is not going to be like, oh, there's $100,000 missing from my bank account today. What am I going to do with life? You know? So she probably doesn't even check her bank account. Probably not. So <laughs> I mean, in 2023, what kind of obstacles, if any, would you say somebody getting into Harry Potter might face? I would say not wanting to read the books, honestly. Like not wanting to read the books or not liking the book. Or just also, again, all the controversy that's like came behind it, because I know even like back when it first came out and I started reading it, it was like the controversy of, um, you know, it's witchcraft and it's the devil's work and stuff like that. So, and I've still like to this day kind of heard people say stuff like that. So I think those three things, just like not liking to read the controversy of everything that just happened and then people thinking that it's like devil worship. Yeah, and I mean, I guess with it being free on Audible, I'm not sure if the first book still is. It might be an easier time than ever for somebody who doesn't like to read to get into it. Right, I agree. Because like you said, you can do it while you're working out or something like that. So yeah. Going for think... a walk, anything, yeah? Yeah. What is your favorite part of being a Harry Potter fan? Oh, my favorite part of it all is like, I like the magic of it. I like seeing everything come to life. I like... um just getting involved in it uh one thing that I do miss about it it was a tradition that me and my best friend had starting with the third movie so um we always had to go see the movie on opening night like and opening night it was always crazy packed like there were people in line like since midnight to see the movie and we're getting there at like seven o'clock seven thirty so our tradition was we would go out to eat it would be me, her, and her little brother. And so we would um go out to eat and then we would go and we would watch the movie together. And I mean, there was a couple of movies where we actually didn't even get to sit by each other because it was so packed in the movie theater. And I know the movie theater was a fire hazard because there were people sitting on the steps. Like, <laughs> but that was our tradition. And I'll never forget for the last movie because the seventh book is split into two movies. So for the last movie, 
both of us had just recently moved um, away from our hometown. So I lived like an hour and a half away. Not bad. She lived eight hours away. And I was like, we are not breaking our tradition for the last movie. Like we just, we can't do it. It's the last one ever. We have to, we have to do our tradition one last time. So she drove eight hours. I drove the hour and a half so that we could do our tradition one last time. And so that's just something that always sits with me and that I always think about. And it was just a wonderful memory of us to be able to make together. And she was also a fan of the books too. So I would say we would read them together, but I'm a faster reader than she is. So <laughs> when the sixth book came out, I read it. I think the sixth book is probably like six, 700 pages. And I read it in like a day and a half. And I was like, so have you read the book yet? She's like, Angel, I haven't even cracked it open. I'm like, but I need to talk to you about it. Like there's stuff that happened in it. And she's like, nobody told you to be a speed reader. I'm like, okay, I'll give you to the end of the week. And so the end of the week came, I'm like, have you read it yet? She's like, I'm on chapter four. I was like, you're killing me over here because I really need to discuss this with somebody and you're the only person that I can discuss it with and you're nowhere near done yet. So that's just the thing that I like about it, like making memories and connections with other people who enjoy it. That's very cool. It definitely makes it more special when it becomes like a social aspect with a friend. Yes, we used to have does. a similar thing with the Marvel movies and we had a small group of people who would go to see them together and it was oh, always cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Ma, we're almost reaching the end here. What house do you belong to for Hogwarts if you have done those tests or anything? On yes. That? I am Gryffindor. So I, yes, I am Gryffindor and I love it. I'm excited. Yes. Finally, if you had to sort me into a house based off this interview, which house would you sort me into if you were the sorting hat? Hmm. What would I sort you into? I think that I would sort you into, I'm torn between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Oh, (laughs) I am. I'm torn between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, but thinking, I'm thinking Hufflepuff. Ooh, uh, from what I understand, I hear that one's kind of like the memed one a lot. Um, What are the traits of Hufflepuff? I know Slytherin is like deceptiveness, Gryffindor is like courage. Yeah, Hufflepuff, um, loyalty, patience, hard work. So, and you seem like that, that type of guy, like it isn't one of the most talked about houses and it's no just to you but I just from talking to you do seem like your hard work like your patient I mean just from like messaging you and stuff like that like I think that I think that I would give you Hufflepuff yeah with those qualities I I think I think you nailed it okay cool yay yay awesome well thank you very much for coming on we forgot a question oh yes do I have any merch? Oh, yes. I totally skipped <laughs> over that one. I, yep. Do you have any merch? And if so, what is your favorite piece of merch? Okay. So I was like, wait, I made a list here. <laughs> um, so I have a Harry Potter tattoo, actually. Uh, yeah, I have one on um, my back. I know, well, you watch the movie, so you may remember. I don't know if you remember um, the Dementors from the movies. Yeah. Okay, so I have a tattoo of a wand saying Expecto Patronum, and then it has my Patronus coming out with, um, and then the Dementor and everything. So I have that. I got that in January what, of this year. What is year. your Patronus? My Patronus is a penguin. Yeah, because that is both my son and husband's favorite um, animal, so... Very cool. That is sweet. 
Thank you. Thank um, you for coming you, on. Um, if there's anything you'd like to say before we wrap up. Um, yeah. So I just, like I said, I really love Harry Potter. I enjoy it. Um, collected a lot of different Harry Potter stuff over the years. Love them all. Finally got to go to Harry Potter World um, in April. And so I got a wand. I got Neville's wand um because obviously he's my favorite character my kid kept trying to take the wand and I'm like we can get you your own wand but you need to leave mommy's wand alone (laughs) because it's mommy's wand not your wand and I really wanted the modders map but my husband told me that I couldn't spend 70 dollars on getting a map that I would never actually use so I'm a little disappointed about that but because I just love Harry Potter and I just appreciate you having me on and I hope that you enjoy reading the books and that we can convert you over here until being like a full-blooded Harry Potter fan over here then you have to go back and watch the movies now after you read the books so you can compare and you can get mad yeah and you can get mad like the rest of us and be like wait a minute they left this out or that's not right so yeah awesome well thank you again for coming on it was a lot of fun talking to you and I'm definitely looking more forward to finishing the books now you're welcome and thank you for having me thanks a bunch for tuning in if you'd like to be a guest yourself want to see a list of upcoming episodes give feedback or suggest questions join us on discord or reach out to us on twitter you can also reach us at email at pod.fandoms at gmail.com and if you could give us five stars on your podcast app of choice we'd really appreciate it as it helps us get new lovely listeners like yourself thank you